Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. This year, we are reading Knowing God Through the Year by J.I. Packer. We hope that you'll be filled with fresh insight and joy as you spend time discovering more about our thrilling God. Hello, I'm Rachel Clemmer, and I'll be your host for today as we continue our journey through the annual read. Today's devotional is titled Cradle to Calvary, and the scripture reading comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9. You know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, so that you through his poverty might become rich. In the commentary for today, J.I. Packer highlights the impact of God's grace in our lives. He opens with the Incarnation. As Christians, what are we to think of Jesus' deity embodied in human form? Well, all throughout last week, we unpacked how Jesus, the Divine Word, becoming flesh, revealed His identity as God and Creator, exposed Him as the source of life and light, and brought a Savior into the world. Building off of that, Today, we discover why he became flesh, which is because of grace. I love how J.I. Packer's words uncover this for us when he writes, The New Testament does not encourage us to puzzle our heads over the physical and psychological problems the Incarnation raises, but to worship God for the love that was shown in it. The taking of manhood by the Son is set before us not simply as a marvel of nature, but rather as a wonder of grace. Lee Strobel, an American Christian author, provides the definition of grace in juxtaposition to justice and mercy when he writes, Justice is getting what you deserve. Punishment. Mercy is not getting what you deserve. No punishment. Grace is getting what you don't deserve, salvation. When we grasp the true meaning of God's grace, which is him humbly entering this world as man to be the perfect atoning sacrifice for our sins by his death on the cross, which offers us holy righteousness that we don't deserve through his resurrection because of his love for us, It should elicit in us two things, worship and wonder. When I think about how the power of God's grace manifests itself practically, I'm reminded of the incredible story of musician Nicolae Moldoviano. Nicolae Moldoviano is called the Bach of Romania. In his lifetime, he composed more than 6,000 hymns and hundreds of those were while suffering excruciating torture in the communist prison system of Romania. The hardships Nicolae faced began early in his life. He was born to a very poor family in Moldova. He lost his father at age three, and at age 12, he enlisted in a military program called the Army's Children, as this was his only opportunity for education.
The challenging circumstances around his early childhood, however, are what led Nikolaya to cultivate his God-given musical talent. At the Army's Children, Nikolaya enrolled in the Military Brass Ensemble, and the band director, recognizing his extraordinary talents, helped him develop his musical abilities. At age 16, Nikolaya became a Christian, and two years later, he wrote his first Christian poem and began to arrange songs, which during his teenage years, his compositions were already being used in Christian songbooks. Capable and constantly inspired by his faith and love for God, Nikolaya's repertoire of hymns began to accumulate. But it wasn't until later in his young adult life that his songwriting became life-threatening. In the mid-1940s, the Soviet Union invaded Romania, establishing a communist regime in the Eastern European region. Moldova, being a neighboring country of Romania but speaking the same language, was also affected. In 1948, the communist regime of Romania declared the church Nicolae attended illegal and arrested all of its leaders. But despite the government's oppression, Nicolae continued to worship in secret and compose hymns. However, in doing so, he was accused of publishing propaganda against the state and was sentenced to 12 years in prison. While in custody, Nikolaev faced cruel persecution, the communists disfiguring his hands by breaking every bone and every finger because he loved to play the piano and organ for the glory of God, was only the beginning. But even in the depths of unimaginable suffering, Nikolaya had joy in the Lord. Richard Wumbrand, Nikolaya's prison mate and best friend, who was an evangelical minister and became a well-known martyr, said of Nikolaya, He is one of the greatest saints I met in my 14 years of prison. He came smiling from the torture room. While I was protesting against the guards' abuses against others or myself, he never protested. With no access to resources, such as the Bible, books, musical instruments, or pen and paper in prison, Nikolaya was determined to compose hymns praising God by committing them to memory, and later would put them down on paper when he was released from prison. Well, after his release, Nikolaya published 16 songbooks with 400 songs in each, and 361 of those songs came from his time in prison. Oh, and if you're wondering, during life after prison, he also relearned how to play the piano despite his mangled fingers. Wow. You might be hearing this story and be thinking, what could possibly have been Nikolai's source of sustainability during everything he experienced? The answer personally knowing God and his grace. I grew up singing Nicolae Moldoviano's hymns in church. You see, my parents were born into Christian families in Romania during the communist era. Their immigration to the United States in pursuit of religious freedom and opportunity for better quality of life 
was realized by many other Romanian Christians, and a church community was formed. As I read today's devotional, the hymn written by Nicolae Moldoveanu titled Numai Harul, which translates to Only the Grace, came to mind. I won't sing the song, but I would like to recite the chorus and then translate the lyrics. The chorus is Numai Harul, Numai Harul, Mă păstrează nencetat, El mă face, El mă ține, Credincios cu adevărat. Translation, only the grace, only the grace keeps me ceaseless. It makes me, it keeps me a true Christian. What a profound realization of God's grace from a man who never lost his worship and wonder. In your reflection today, think about this question. What impact does God's grace have in your life? Let's pray. Dear God, thank you for your undeserving grace and thank you for the freedom to worship you in this country. May our living bring you glory. Amen. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate and review the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.